0: Welcome to The Millionaire Cookbook. I'm your host, Mohamed Sabri, and I'm looking to provide you with a million dollars worth of value in a single podcast. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Millionaire Cookbook. This is episode 13, and... This is the first episode in a couple weeks. I do apologize for the delays in the podcast recently. I've uh, just been working on other projects, trying to sort some stuff out in my work life. But uh, nonetheless, this podcast is still a priority. I know that people tune in every single time I upload, and I appreciate those people. And also appreciate those casual listeners who... Come in because a specific guest is here, or I'm talking about a specific topic that resonates with them. But either way, I don't want to leave anybody hanging. This podcast is here to stay. I will always be uploading no matter what. And I do really, really hope that I will be on a consistent weekly schedule once again. But today's topic, I want to talk about Instagram detox, or I guess you can call it a whole social media detox because just because Instagram has factors of all sorts of has all the factors of different social media outlets. And it's very, it's very prominent. And it might be one of the most toxic social media platforms out there. So what I did was, I know the title is going to be a one month detox, but I believe it was really 21 or 22 days I actually fully deleted the app, I didn't even use it. I would log on on my computer, to answer some DMS because those are still really important. And I would also redownload the app for like two minutes to announce that I'm uploading one of these and then delete it right after. But I wasn't spending my time scrolling or anything. I was fully off the application and this happened, I believe uh, in July. So today I just want to talk about some stuff I picked up on during that time, some stuff that I learned. And as well, I just want to give some advice to you on some action that you can take and some stuff to consider. Just in case you've been thinking about this, you've been on the fence, or you've heard of the benefits, but you're not sure what to expect. I'm here to help you on all that. So jumping into the first thing, the first thing that I got out of this entire detox is I had a lot more focus. Just the fact that Every time I picked up my phone before when I had the Instagram app, I would always have the urge to just my finger would just press where the icon would be like, we wouldn't even think about it. It's just habit, you know, and came the time when I actually deleted the app, my finger would go to where the icon used to be. And it wouldn't be there. It was that bad. And because of that bad habit, I just wasn't not able to focus. But removing that distraction That took up so much out of my time, or so much out of my day, I should say. I was just way more focused. I got to focus on my work. I got to focus on my social life. I got to focus on just my life in general and all the obligations I had. And just because of that, that alone was just huge because, you know, I'd be out with friends or I'd be with my family and I'd be scrolling on Instagram or I'd be working. And again, I would just be picking on my phone and checking, you know, who posted what story or who posted what on my feed. And that's not good. You know, for something to distract you that much and to take over your life that much, it is not good. So that would be the first thing is I got a lot more focus. You know, just that removing that distraction, I was able to be more productive with my work. I was able to be more present with the people that I was with. So and I had a lot more time, which leads me to my second point is I had a lot more time. Now, for those of you that have iPhones, I'm not sure how it works on Android phones. But we have something called screen time. I encourage all of you hell, just pause this podcast or at the end of it, whatever. But as soon as you're done listening, I want you to go to your settings and check your screen time, check, check out how much Instagram is just eating from your screen time. It is, I bet it's a lot, it's at least a few hours for a majority of you. For me, it was, I can't even remember how many hours it was, but it was quite a lot. And I'm thinking I could do so much with that time. Now, the thing is, if you remove Instagram as a distraction and you fill in that, extra time with a different social platform that completely defeats the purpose. The whole purpose is to now use that new time that you have and apply it somewhere useful. Friends, relationship, social life, family, your work, hobbies, ambitions, whatever it may be. Think of it as the way I like to look at it as is the time we have in a day is like money and me removing a distraction that took up so much so many hours or so much of my money this is me basically cutting back an expense and now i'm able to have a bigger and more flexible budget or in this case more flexible time throughout the day now if i'm gonna spend that money on something else that's useless that won't bring me forward in life then what's the point of cutting that expense you want to put that money towards something that will give you a positive return Same case goes over here. Like I mentioned before, you have this extra time, put it to use. For me, I was just, you know, my social life got better. Uh, My work life especially got a lot, lot better. Stuff that I thought I didn't have time for before, I actually had time for. So that's another thing. I just had so much more time time that I didn't think I had before. And that's all because this one social platform was just eating all of that up. So that's the second thing. The third thing that I got out of it, and I think this is something that's going to benefit a lot of people, is that I stopped comparing myself. The only person I was comparing myself to as soon as that app was gone was myself. Where was I in life? How was I progressing in life? And this goes for work, for fitness, for powerlifting, whatever it may be that you're into, that you're seeing other people do successfully, this this is still valid. So like for my case, you know, I would see like an entrepreneur or a powerlifter, like a lot stronger than me, or like an entrepreneur, like making more money than me or having more sales call than me, or whatever it may be. And I was thinking like, you know, subconsciously, I just be comparing myself, It this isn't at a conscious level, but subconsciously, I would be comparing myself and I would make myself feel bad about it without even knowing. And I would just like, you know, beat myself down, even though the progress I'm making in my own personal life is still good, you know, because the thing about Instagram and just social media in general is people will only show the wins. It's a highlight reel. When you watch a highlight reel about any sport, it's not going to show the times they lost the ball, the times they missed the shot, the times that, you know, someone got past them, the times that they like tripped and fell over themselves. They're only gonna show the good stuff, you know, the nice goals, the nice dribbles, uh, you know, the nice whatever it may be. Same goes for Instagram. No one's gonna show their struggles, you know. There's very few people that'll be transparent, but the majority of people, like ninety-nine percent of people, they'll just show all the good stuff that's happening in their life, and that's not an accurate depiction of their life. I'm gonna get into that in the next point, but just stick with this one. I stop comparing myself, seeing people that are ahead of me. Yes, it does bring motivation. It does motivate me to work harder and it just goes to show what is capable in life. But it comes to an extent where when you're on Instagram for hours a day, it becomes unhealthy. It's more than just motivation at that point. At that point you just you start questioning yourself. You start questioning, "Hey, am I doing enough? Hey, am I on the right track?" And again, it's not good, so that's a really, really big thing. So, if you're into fitness and let's say like Yourself self conscious about your body or something, and you see some fitness model, that's just using lighting to their advantage and angles to their advantage in a really, really expensive camera, maybe stepping away from Instagram for a bit and appreciating how you look, who you are, and the progress you're making. You know, that's going to be a lot better for you rather than just scrolling all the time, seeing these fake people pretty much. And even if they aren't fake, it's like, We don't know their personal life. We don't know the advantages they may have over us. We don't know how ahead of us they may have started. We don't know these stuff. The only journey that should matter is yourself. Looking at someone else's, it it makes no difference. So like, let's say if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking at someone that's a millionaire or making tens of thousands per month or hundreds of thousands per month, whatever it may be, who cares how much they're making? Who cares what they're doing in their personal life? they're not their money is not yours. You're not driving in their cars. You're not living in their house with them. It doesn't matter. So at the end, just focus on yourself because that's all you really have, you know, and a lot of these people, especially if they have a really, really big following, and they're famous, they don't even know that we exist. So don't focus on them. Don't put that much pressure on yourself. And just compare yourself to you. Where were you yesterday? Where were you last week? Where were you last month last year? Are you moving forward? That's great. Keep it up. Don't look at someone else's journey, look at your own. Now the fourth point is you get to filter reality and what's just not real. A good example is, again, I'm going to be referencing the entrepreneurship space and like the uh, like these models, whether they're like fitness models or like cover models I don't even know but there's going to be people that may appear successful you know you'll see them with like the nice car or like the private jet or all this cash but who's to say that's all real you know a lot of these guys they'll rent their cars for like a day take a bunch of pictures and then just recycle them for like months and months and months and then once those photos run out, what do they do? They go rent another car and act like they have another supercar in the garage when really they're driving an everyday driver just like the rest of us. And they're just, it's all a facade. It's all a show. Or, you know, the private jet, who's to say that's theirs? Even with the cars or the, the clothes they're wearing, the the designer bag they're they have in their picture, who's to say that's theirs? Who's to say they're not just borrowing that off somebody? you know, or like, let's say they go out to like a super fancy restaurant. And that's like the first time you came across and are like, damn, this is this person is eating that all the time. How do you know that this may be like the first time ever that they've done that. And who knows, they're probably not going to visit that place in a very, very, very long time. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's not the real lifestyle. The real lifestyle is just, it may not be too far off yours or you may even be doing better than they are but they're they're portraying something that's fake it's all it's all it's all like a book cover but when you open that book and you start reading the chapters it's it's just it's not what you think it is same goes with like the modeling space you know people will use like if they're let's say like in the in the male like bodybuilding space because that's what i can like relate to You know, people were using the best pumps, the best lighting, the best cameras that cost thousands of dollars, the best camera crew, they'll be using everything to their advantage to look the very best. And I'll tell you what, you meet these people in person, they do not look like that in person. Trust me, I've been to a fitness expo and these people, don't get me wrong, a lot of them still look great, but they they aren't as freaky and they aren't as out of this world as you may think. You'll see these people in person and think, damn, like they're in shape. They look really good, but they don't look as good as I thought. Or, hey, that's super achievable. Or, hey, I'm not too far off that, you know, I wouldn't compare myself to that. And a lot of people, too, like they might use Photoshop as well. You know, you're going to meet these people in person and they just don't look like that. Okay, or like these people that you think they have like the most perfect face, like the most chiseled jawline and the perfect symmetry in their face. No, no, no. People use camera angles to their advantage, or like to make their waist look super small to like turn a certain way. Trust me. It's all fake. Even these people, it may look like it's real. They're using some sort of advantage. Hell, even for me, you know, you see my fitness pictures, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a locker room with good lighting. I have a pump on. I'll admit like I don't, You know, I still look in shape in person, but I don't look as crazy as I do in these pictures. Obviously, like the extreme isn't as like polar as like some of these like professional people, but the difference is still there. Again, it's not crazy, but the difference is still there. So if you see these people that look super, super phenomenal, crazy out of this world, like they're aliens or I'm never going to get that. Just take a step back realize that it's all fake and going back to my original point getting off instagram because you're not seeing all these people online you only see what's around you you know in person you get to see what's real what's actual reality you're not looking at some social platform where people can put on whatever facade they have you know you log on to instagram you think everyone has a supercar you think everyone has a private jet but then you go outside and actually drive locally you'll see that everyone has the same car as you, you know, the same brands, the same models, the same makes the same year, you know, you might see like one really nice car, but you know, that's like the 1% or the 2%. It's not the majority of people, whereas Instagram will make you think that the majority of people are super rich with the most lavish lifestyles when really you step outside and you see that people just live the same life as you. So That's the fourth point. Now, those are the four main things that I got out of it. And now for the fifth point, I kind of want to just give my advice to you, the audience. My advice to you is, hey, if you're on the fence about this, you know, maybe a month is a bit extreme. Just try taking a weekend off of it. You know, Friday morning or Friday night, delete the app and then reinstall it Monday you're gonna feel a lot better. And I say the weekend because the weekend is when everyone goes out. That's when everyone thinks they live the most lavish lifestyle when really Monday to Friday, they were just, they were just like you, they were at work, or they were at school. You know, and seeing these people go out, you think like, damn, like I'm missing something, you get a bunch of FOMO, delete it for the weekend, you will realize that, you know, you're not really missing out on much. And Again, you'll get to see what's real, what's fake. You won't be comparing yourself. And again, more focus and time. Maybe you have a hobby you picked up on. Maybe you have a project you're working on. Maybe you have to study for something over the weekend. Well, guess what? You just remove the distraction. If you want to take it a bit more extreme, or let's say the weekend went really, really well and you want to extend it, go for a week. Monday to Monday, or Sunday to Sunday, or whatever starting day you choose, go for the entire week, the entire seven days see how you feel, you're going to feel a lot better. And the points I talked about today, you're going to find that they're all true. Okay. If that's really good, go for two weeks. And if that's really good, then go for the entire month or three weeks like I did. There's no really, I wouldn't say there's a cap. There's no guidelines. These are like, I mean, yes, I just gave you guidelines, but these aren't really set in stone. The detox, the social media detox, the Instagram detox, it's all about how you feel. If taking it off for the weekend is all the benefits you're going to reap, then so be it. If you need more time, if you think, hey, the weekend's not enough, I think I need a couple weeks off of it. Also, so be it. If you think, hey, I might be off this for like two or three months. Again, take all the time you need, however little or long it may take. Because everyone has a different healing process. Everyone has a different timeline for how they're going to detox and the benefits they're going to reap. For me, it took a few weeks. For others, it might just be a few days. So that's all for this episode. This is something that I've been trying to make for a while, and I'm glad I finally came across it. And I believe this is something that a lot of people are going to resonate with. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this entertaining and valuable, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you did, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen. And I'll catch you guys next Monday.